-hmm. when we are mocked, the ones who are mocking us don't realize that they're mocking the person who planted that seed within us. Yes, yes, so yes. It is a specific prayer, and you know, it's a prayer that we could all use. It's like you know, so I, I like it. I like it. I see it. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that. I like that. Uh, Ivy, what you, what you, <laughs> what you? <laughs> hey, my girl said it all. You know, you already know I'm about that life, okay? Send it back. <laughs> you said back, okay? We said it the bullshit back. Go ahead on now. You know what? I'm not going to even add, I'm not going to come up with nothing. I ain't going to say, well, God, no. God, you know what? Whatever they sent to me. Send it back. With that. Just in the back. I'm not gonna take any of my time to create any new words. Whatever ill intention did that, just it, just send it on back. I don't even have time to create the prayer. You know what? Just send it back, Lord. So no, I I I love that. You all know I love that. But um, I think you know it is important that, like I said, instead of like being in your feelings or getting emotional. It's just like, okay, we're just going to send it back to the sender. And that's just that on that, you mm -hmm. know. And it's like you just put it in God's hands, mm -hmm. wash your hands clean, and remember that you're working the vision that was given to you. Mm -hmm. That's all. So if you have a problem with that, I'm going to just send it back. <laughs> I love it. I like how he was specific. He said, do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight. For they have thrown insults in the face of the builders, in the face of the workers, in the face of the visionary, in the face of the person who created this, who is creating this. They're insulting my integrity. You know, laughing and Say, for instance, if my family or my friends are supporting mm -hmm. my vision, make mm -hmm. them got going on too. You trying to make the people who support me so not only for me, God, but for the other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's re it's a real conversation. I like how he put it, and then and then down in in um down here in verse nine, he said, but we prayed of our God and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. God will always send people to help you. Watch what happened. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, the, the strengthen of the laborers is given out and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemies said, this is what the enemies are saying, before they know it or see us, we will be right there among them and will kill them and put an end to the work. Then the Jews who lived near them came and told us 10 times over, whenever you turn, they will attack. Say strategy. Because God sent the Jews now to assist them because he, you know, they needed assistance. So people will say, oh, you're listening to ear says, no, somebody's coming to tell you, Ivy, you're your friend down the street that you thought was your friend, she's setting up to wipe you out when you come to this vendor event. So when you get there, Ivy, you got to be strategic. 
you got to be alert. You got to pay attention because David said in the book of Psalms, he said, it was not my enemy who offended me, but it was my friend, my companion who sold me out. Right? So the people, because you got to remember, um, Nehemiah and, T and Tobiah, they were friends. But God chose him for the assignment. And a lot of times when God chose you to do something, like for me, I know this fit perfect in my life. God chose me to do what I'm doing. And I know for a fact, people come around me and they don't like me. They tolerate me. But me, I'm the kind of person, you play hypocrite with me, I play hypocrite. I'm real good at it. My friend said to me, she said, oh, Nish, I don't know how you tolerate these people in this church. I said, let me tell you something about me. The Bible said the wheat and the tears will grow together till the day of harvest. And if you learn to work with people to achieve the goal and don't put your emotions into it, you will be the successor that you want to be. And that's the kind of person I am. If we have one common goal and our goal is to earn $10,000 and I know Shay don't like me, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to work. And when I'm done, if you're breaking bread, I won't eat at your table. Because I know when we break bread, we're friends. When Jesus broke bread with the disciples, they became his friends. So I'm not going to break bread with you because I know you don't like me. But one thing I will do is I'm going to work the table with you so that we could achieve the goal. And when I'm done, bye Shay, have a wonderful night. But I'm not your friend. I won't come to your house. I won't borrow nothing. I won't beg you nothing. We, wait. we ain't having no other conversation but this proposal that we're working on right here. And if we as a people can learn to develop that skill set, I believe a lot of us will be more successful. And that's what Nehemiah did. Nehemiah put everything aside and he focused on the building of the wall. If we focus on the building, if we focus on the goal and not be distracted by what our enemies are, whatever they call themselves are saying, I believe that we can achieve it. Because here's what he said. He said the Jew. Here's what the Bible said. He said the Jews who live near. That means that there's people out there looking out for you that you don't even know. The Jews live near to where Nehemiah was working. And they came and told Nehemiah 10 times that Tobiah is planning on attacking them while they're building the wall. So what he did was in verse 13, he said, therefore I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families, protection, number one, with their sword, their spears and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Right there, he's telling them, hold courage, because God is with us. That's number one. So we ain't afraid. We're well protected. And that's number two. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your families, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. This is what I'm talking about, breaking generational curses. If we don't fight for our children and fight for our families and fight for what we want, how are we going to fix the next generation? See, our forefathers, our ancestors didn't have the opportunity like we got now because they weren't able to go to school. They weren't able to get the Bible in their hand. First of all, they weren't able to read. They were only able to tap into the spiritual realm to access anything they needed on the earth. So they had to sing songs and chant songs in order for God to speak to them. But now we got the word. So we got strategy. We got assistance. 
We got we 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 have the know-how. So the strategy that Nehemiah used was one, he had assistance from the Jews. Two, he had the protection of God. Three, he told the people, don't be afraid because God is with them. Verse 15, I underlined it. He said, when enemies, when the enemies, when our enemies heard, excuse me, that we were aware of their plot, excuse me, and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to our own work. Right there is celebration. Say what? You thought I was going to fall flat on my face. You know, when we growing up, sometimes our parents, because they don't know no better. And some of them do know better. They're talking about you ain't going to mount nothing. Like my father used to tell me that when I was growing up, I'm going to be like my mom, have different men, have different kids for different men. And I used to get up and I used to say, uh-uh, minus me. It won't happen to me. And my father is dead and gone. And I ain't had one child yet. And I know for a fact that the words that I spoke as a young teenage girl, 16, 17, 18, growing up, I know that God heard those prayers because I kept saying, God, please don't let me get pregnant out of wedlock like my mom. God, please shut my womb. That, that was my prayer at the age of 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. You name it. I was praying that. God, please don't make me make that mistake. Don't let my father's words come to life and light. God, please, I'm begging you. So I know that God heard those prayers because I fasted and I didn't only pray. I fasted and I cried tears. Because my father made it a point of duty every single day. He said, because I like to play soccer like a little boy. You know, I still act like a tomboy. You know, I like to play cricket because I have a brother. You know, I have brothers. So I'm like, hey, they, I want to do what they're doing. You understand me? I didn't want to play with dolls. But my father was like, you're going to be this. You're going to do You're going to be like your mama. And I was like, nope, I ain't going to be like my mama. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to be from club to club. I ain't going to do that. My mother had nine, eight children, four different men. Okay? So I made a vow to myself that I would not get pregnant out of wedlock. And when I was ready to have children, God decided to take my husband away from me, which tells me that, okay, that wasn't the season either or the time. Yeah. I forgive myself because I didn't know better for making that kind of declaration and that kind of covenant. You got to be careful the kind of covenants that you make in prayer with God too. Yeah. But now that I know better, I plead and I pray every single day and ask God help me to relieve myself from that covenant because it's not him it's me that I made I'm holding on to the covenant and he already let it go because the moment I said Lord forgive me and I didn't know better he let that covenant he he lifted that 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 bondage so when our enemies heard like when my father heard that you know he sent me to this country and I got my green card before he died in the hospital I remember him looking up at me on the phone and he said my daughter I'm so proud of you because you went to that country at 16, you didn't turn to drugs, you went to school, you got your education, you built you a house back home in Jamaica. I'm so proud of you, you did good. He said, if I didn't tell you no other time, I'm gonna tell you now. And my father said to me before he died, he said, I bless you. Your generation is blessed. Everything you do is blessed. I love how you're living it up. Those were my father's last words. At that time, he didn't even know he was gonna die. That time he was healthy when he got into the hospital. And when I look back then, I said, God, you knew what you were doing. You were preparing me for a time like this. Now, my grand aunt 
when when she hear that I'm doing so well, she tell people it's a lie. That I don't have my green card, that I'm not a citizen, that I didn't go to school. So what I did was I went to Jamaica and I printed out and made a copy of everything. And I brought it to her. I said, Auntie, look. Because when people have that stigmatization of you, of how they think you should turn out in life, their opinion of you, of how they think you should be in life. That's what God is talking about. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot, that God had frustrated it. A lot of things that we have become now, that's because God frustrated the plans that they had for us. And so from him doing that, he said, from that day on, half of my men did the work while the other half equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. One of the things that I'm learning from this too is that don't get off your assignment until it's completed. Nehemiah stayed building the wall. When I jumped over, when I jumped over to chapter six, you know, I'm just going to read two verses right here. He said, let me read verse five so we could get clarity. He says, then the fifth time Sambalat sent, Sambalat sent his aid to me with the same message. And in his hand was an unsealed letter in which was written, it is reported among the nations and Geshem says it is true that you and the Jews are plotting to revolt and therefore you are building the wall. Moreover, according to these reports, you are about to become their king and have even appointed prophets to make this proclamation about you in Jerusalem. There is a king in Judah. Now this report will get back to the king. So come, let us meet together. What you calling me down there for? I got an assignment. What you want to meet me for? You're my enemy. One, you said that God wasn't with me. Two, you said that I'm a nobody. You said all these things. What you calling my fault for? You prayed these evil prayers for me. What, what, what do you possibly want with me? Let's just be real now. Don't we have that in our lives? People know they don't like us. They know they don't want to have nothing to do with us. But yesterday they call, hi, hi, Ivy, how you doing, girl? And they really and truly want to know how you're doing so that they can be more strategic in, on how to try to hold you back in life. That's what I'm learning. I'm learned. Let me tell you, I'm learning that. Sometimes people call and ask you how you're doing because they know the kind of person you are. They know that you're going to say, girl, let me tell you, last month my rent was short. And last month my husband didn't give me no alimony. And last month the kids didn't have no food. Girl, it's been rough. And behind when they hang up the phone, they are laughing at you. Mm -hmm. They are laughing at you. They are tearing you down. While you busy telling them your business and your problems, they are tearing you down. And then they have the nerve to want to invite you out. Oh, girl, let's, Abby, let's go to lunch. Say what now? Because that's what Sambalat was doing. He was inviting um, Nehemiah to come down to meet him. 
But Nehemiah responded in verse 8 and he said, I sent him this reply. Nothing like what you are saying is happening. You are just making it up out of your head. Misjudgment. Misjudgment. How many times people do that to us? How many times we do that? We do that to ourselves too. We misjudge ourselves. And that, that's how we develop intrinsic weapons. Because we misjudge ourselves. It says they were all trying to frighten us, thinking their hands will get too weak for the work and it will not be completed. But here goes Nehemiah again. I just love it. He said, but I prayed. Now strengthen my hands. He said, but I prayed. Now strengthen my hands. Instead of him, like Ivy said, responding and getting emotional, he prayed and said, God, strengthen my hands. Ivy, read your English um. Your message translation, chapter six, verse nine and um nine. Let me hear what it, what your message version said. Which version you have, um, Shay? I have the New King James version. Oh, let me hear what yours say too. Whoever wants to go first. Chapter six. Chapter six, um, verse nine. Um, What's yours say, um, Ivy? Sorry. Ivy, go first. They were intimidate us into quitting. They thought they'll give up. They'll never finish. Mm. I pray, give me strength in my hands. Mm. Mm -hmm. but Read that I, again. I like, Read that again. It said, I pray, give me strength for my hands. No, the, the entire thing. They thought. Oh, okay. Yes, they were trying to intimidate us into quitting. Mm -hmm. They thought, they'll never give up. They'll give up. They'll never finish it. Mm. How many times have mm -hmm. we heard that? Ivy started this business. Shay started writing her journal. Oh, let's wait and see. We shall see. Is she going to complete it? Here goes Onish again, doing prayer line again that she started back in 2018. Let's see if she's going to complete it. She's going to quit. When the pressure hits, she's going to quit. She's going to give up. That's what they say. That's a really interesting. I like that interpretation because it brings up the word intimidation. Mm -hmm. You know, like how people... When people talk about you, it's not just talking. It's there's an intimidation factor, and it's on them. They're intimidated because they see the work of your hands. They see your purpose. You know, somebody said to me years ago that when people get jealous, they notice things in you that you don't even notice about yourself, and it's the good things. Like they could see that you're seed even before before you even realize yourself that you have a seed, and that they're intimidated. Mm -hmm. So of course they're intimidated. That's what they have inside of them. So that's the energy they're going to release against you. Mm -hmm. So I thought that, that was very powerful, mm -hmm. very powerful. That's a moment for me. 
what's what did your version say? Mine's um, not as deep as Ivy's. The New Kingsdown version says, "For they were all trying to make us afraid, mm. saying their hands will be weakened in the work, and it will not be done." And then it says, "Now therefore, O God, strengthen my hands." So basically, you know, the spirit of fear and the word of God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of love, but of power and a sound mind, which means that it goes back to the authority that we started out with. The power that God gave us is to be able to complete our assignment. But what the devil does, he's strategic. He is strategic in his warfare. But if we as not I won't I won't say Christian, if we as people could learn strategy, could learn how to handle other people. And that's why I think in any room I go in, I'm favored because I know how to handle people. Because I look, Paul said something. He said, I become all things to all men so that I can win some. Because I know what my purpose is when I go in the room. I know what my end goal is when I go in the room. I know what I'm here to do. And I'm not distracted by anyone or anything around me. And because of that, people are attracted to me, which brings me favor. And when I walk into a room, I let my presence be known. I'm here. Onisha's here. And so, you know, people, you know, people who are now getting to know me, they say, wow, I just thought you was just a snobby, bougie, rich girl from Fairfield County. People think I live in Fairfield. They don't believe I live in Hartford. They don't believe, they think I live in the rich suburban areas of Connecticut, Abby. They don't believe, when I tell people I live in Hartford, they think that I am lying. Because when I walk, I walk as if the whole world is moving with me. Because I know who I am. I'm walking with a host of angels. One. Two, I understand the assignment. I'm a life coach. And I'm in this room to pick up clients. That's number one. Number three, I am here to meet the people who are movers and shakers. I'm not here for the chickens who are picking up corn. I'm here to be around the eagles. People who earn $200,000, I need them to drop some nuggets so I could pick up the nuggets. How did they build their wall? I need to know what the material did they use to build their wall? How did they complete their assignment? How long did, did it take them to get to their assignment? What strategies did they use? Did they use spiritual warfare? Did they use um just notes? Did they use going to mastermind groups? What did they do? That's what I'm about anywhere I go. Whether it's church or business, I keep the same mindset. And that I believe that, you know, more and more every single day, I recognize that about myself. And I think that in this scripture, Nehemiah was that person. He didn't let his emotions get in the way of building the wall at all. He stayed focused. We are printing our journals. We are printing our books. We are selling our products. Let's stay focused. 
Let's stay focused. Today, I opened the, um, what they call those cookies you get from the Chinese shop, fortune cookies. And when I opened it, it says, the next proposition that come your way, take it. And I was like, hmm. So I opened it. And tonight, somebody texted me and said to me, you know what? I like the vision you have. And I want to work with you on it. And I said, well, it's going to take a lot of work to get so many people to get involved in order to earn this amount of money. He said, well, it can be done. And he said, you know what? I have faith in you that it can be done because you're very popular in the community and people know you. So it's very easy for you to have access. And when he said the word access, I said, okay, I'm in. It's like I just, it's like the word just, you know, resonated in my spirit and I just felt a release. I said, okay, I'm in. He said, but you ain't even, you ain't even um opposed. I said, because you said something that I know I have the power to do. The access. I just need the strategy on how to get in to get the sponsorship to get what we need done. Because number one, it will expose my brand and my business on a bigger platform. Number two, the community will remember who I am since I've been, I disappeared for five years. You understand what I'm saying? I said, and number three, it will win souls for Christ. So sometimes while you're building the wall, Nehemiah said, don't invite me nowhere. I'm not leaving my assignment. So sometimes, you know, Ivy, you working on your book or whatever, and somebody call you, just tell them, listen, I can't talk right now because I'm working on my assignment. When we're at our jobs and they somebody call us on our cell phone, we can't answer the cell phone because we're at work. We on the assignment. Why we can't do the same thing for our personal life? Why are we distracted by the phone call? Oh, my dad, my mom, my cousin, somebody's calling. They don't want nothing. Or answer the phone and say, listen, mom, please, sis, can I call you back? Because I'm in the middle of something right now. You're in the middle of working on your book. Because that hour conversation is going to distract you from the building the wall. I'm telling you, this, 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 this past couple of days reading this book has just uh, lit a fire under me. You know, really, really ignite my spirit. Really, really, really cooked me. Really, really got my attention because, you know, when we go back to chapter four, he said, hear us, our God, for we are despised. You know, just back to sender. Back to sender. So in verse one, he shot them and in, <laughs> in verse one, he shot them. And then in verse two, he just sent it back. It's like a firearm loaded with, with the gun, loaded with bullets. It's like at first he told them, listen, <laughs> this is what I'm on. You keep playing with me. Okay, you know what, God, just whatever they trying to do. But I like the fact that you kind of touched on, you know, it, it is normally those that's closest to you that may not see your vision. And it, and that's the part that hurts or that can make it more discouraging. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, it's just like this. That's not where you're supposed to focus on. You have to keep, you got to keep saying, well, God, just strengthen my hand, strengthen my mm. vision, strengthen my business. Mm. Give me the sales. Give me this. You know, like, just keep pulling it in. Mm, I like that. I like that. Keep pulling it in. Keep pulling it in. And, and and keep pulling it in is a part of manifestation, of manifesting it. I, I really like that. So tonight we're going to pray because this, this was prayer enough. Hmm. Send mm -hmm. it back. This was prayer enough. Sometimes you don't even have to. Like Abby said, we ain't doing no long prayer. We're just sending it back. <laughs> God is so humorous the way how he conversates with his people. Mm -hmm. You know, the way how he talks to us. You know, it, it just we, we are not having a long conversation. We're just sending it back. We're just firing shots. And the shot that we're going to fire tonight is we're no longer bound to what others think of us. The shot that we're going to fire in prayer tonight is that we're no longer a slave to fear. We're no longer a slave to what people think of us, how we look in our, you know, because the way how we view ourselves is not the way how people see us. Mm -hmm. We're the ones who view ourselves this way. They don't see us that way. So tonight we're just going to pray real quick so Ivy could eat her food and go to bed because here she goes, she yawning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you could start praying. You could just fire your shots and just send it back. Yes. <laughs> God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you thank for you, laughter. Jesus. We thank you for the whole book of Nehemiah, God, for yes. just letting us know how to make these plays. Because that, that was a whole play right there. My mm -hmm. boy, he made a whole play. So thank you for Nehemiah. Thank you for his struggle. <laughs> Thank you for him still being able to overcome, even with the doubt, the naysayers. He was still able to overcome because you strengthened his hand and because he believed in the vision that you had given him. And you mm -hmm. gave him access with the king. You gave him the authority. You gave him the resources. Mm -hmm. And I thank you that you've already given us access. You've already given us resources. You've already given us the people who will support our vision, God. So don't let us get caught up on who's not supporting it. Yes. Anybody that's speaking negatively over our business, over our homes, over our families, over our vision. Anybody who has ever ever throughout the timeline of our life said anything negative about what you have in store for us that goes contrary to your word god we send it we back. send it back we send mm -hmm. back the doubt we send back the fear those yes. words that we still feel the effects of that mm -hmm. trauma from from not having our family members and our friends depend on us the same people that, that we were there for god the people who we've been there for now is their time to show up for us. They're not there for us, God. It yes. doesn't even matter. We just send it back to you. And we, we call we call ourselves out of the space of of still feeling the effects of their words. We render every negative word Powerless. spoken against us ineffective. And we send it back. We 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 say that it's ineffective over our lives, it's Jesus ineffective name. over our vision, but we send it back, and we send it back with some effectiveness on the person who spoke it. Okay, God? Yes. God so we just yes. thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, because God, your word, it does say uh, the, the ditch or the trap that you setting for, for me, God, let mm -hmm. it be the one that falls for them, God, for anybody, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and cause people to understand to watch their words. 
Mm-hmm. Cause us to be the example. Cause them whatever they say against us, let that be the example that when their things are falling apart, cause them to remember, well, no, it's because you spoke against my servant. You mm-hmm. spoke against the one that I gave the vision to, God. We asking Jesus. you, we're calling on you, and we thanking you that it already is so, God. We're thanking you again for discernment. We're Thank thanking you, you again for access. We're thanking you again for protection. Protect yes, us, God. God. Strengthen our hands. Strengthen our hands. Strengthen our business. Strengthen our business plan. Strengthen our pitch. Strengthen everything that we need to get the job done. We call it in. We call in the strength, the determination from within us that it may become outwardly manifested for all to see and cause us to have the focus that Nehemiah had, the focus that he had to stay focused, to not worry about anybody. He put things into place. He set things up. It, it said in the story that, that the workers, they had a tool in one hand and, yes. a, and a sword in the other. God, let us be the same way. Let mm-hmm. us be able to, to use our words as a tool for mm-hmm. our business and then to use our words to pray for protection. Yes. And, and, and everything else that we need, let our words be the tool and let our words be the sword god we thank you 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 in your name we pray amen amen father lord i just want to say thank you for your word tonight oh father lord lord there were so many insights pulled from your word lord we learned out we need to focus whenever you plant a seed in our hearts, whenever you give us a task, mm-hmm. that focus is necessary to accomplish the goal. Lord, we also learn that through your word, that as we are blessed by you and as we build in your name, attacks will come. But as your word says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You will send us help, O oh Father, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for those insights tonight that you know you are with us every step of the way oh father lord jesus lord from your words tonight we know that we are protected and that you will always be our shield and butler and that no matter who comes up against us you will always send help oh father lord Jesus. jesus and that we just need to simply believe in you and also just command it to happen. Jesus. Command it to happen, O oh Father Lord, as Nehemiah commanded, O oh Father Lord Jesus. He didn't ask, he didn't pray, he didn't beg. He simply commanded because he knew he was on assignment. And Lord, tonight I pray that all three of us and the members of who are not present tonight will have that spirit of Nehemiah to know yes, that Jesus. whatever visions we have and whatever goals, they're not just simple visions and goals. It is part of our life path. Mm-hmm. It is part of our spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. It is what you created us to do in this physical realm, to show others that you are God and we are your daughters. Lord, help us to remember that as we go about our day-to-day. Help us to remember the vision you put in with us, oh, Father Lord. Help us not to be distracted by the words and hateration of others, oh, Lord. But help us to know that we are more than conquerors through you, yes, oh, Father Jesus. Lord Jesus. And we have already won the battle, oh, Father Lord Jesus. Thank you for the insights that you gave us tonight. Lord, with that being said, I ask you for continued protection for all the sisters of this prayer group, oh, Father Lord. I ask you for just extended focus, strong focus, oh, Lord, eagle-like vision 
to get simply get the work done, O Father Lord Jesus. Lord, give us everything that we need. Send us our present-day Jews, O Father Lord, as you sent Nehemiah the Jews. Mm. Give us those people who will help steer our vision forward and protect us from the plans and attacks of the enemy, O Father Lord. Lord, strengthen our resolve tonight. Strengthen our resolve and keep us safe. In thy holy name I pray, amen. Amen. Father, we thank you, O God. We thank you for tonight. Lord, I just want to thank you for this revelation of the word. I just want to thank you for my sisters, God, who come every single night, Lord, to pray. And the more that we pray and the more that we read, God, you're illuminating our minds and you're drawing us closer to you. But God, tonight, I just want to say thank you. Father, thank you, Lord, for the present day Jews, like Shay said, God, that will help us, that will show us, that will guide us, that will bless us. Father, Lord, your word said, in Psalm 110 and verse 3, it says, Your people will volunteer freely in the day of your power, in holy array from the womb of the dawn. Your youth are to you as the dew. Father, tonight I pray, O God, that our youth will be upon us as the dew. Father, we pray, O God, that people will volunteer freely to help us. Those that are in power will volunteer freely to help us, God. They are the present-day Jews. And Father, we thank you tonight, Lord. We speak into the atmosphere. We speak into the realm of the spirit. We speak into the earth. We command the city gates to open and favor us right now. They are the volunteers. They are the ones in power. Lord God, and we are just the builders like Nehemiah. Lord, you have given us the assignment, but we need the present day Jews to give us access. Father, from the womb of the dawn, Father, you asked Job, you said, Job, have you commanded your morning? And Lord God, we have been commanding our mornings for the past three and a half weeks. Now, God, we decree and we declare tonight that the present day Jews, they will voluntarily help us to complete our assignment any loan, any hand that we stretch out to and ask, excuse me, for assistance, Lord, that they will grant us favor. Any proposal that we write, Lord God, they will grant us favor. Any grants that we apply for, for small business, Lord God, they will give it unto us. Lord, we pray any speaker that we ask for access right now in the name of Jesus. Father, and our use, Lord God, shall be upon us as the dew father in second corinthians 8 verse 16 it says but thanks be to god who puts the same earnesty on your behalf in the heart of titus father put earnesty in their hearts towards us put earnesty in their hearts towards us those consumers those customers put earnesty to be in our presence god as we put together different different strategies and different different platforms for entrepreneurs god we pray that earnesty will be in the millionaire hearts in the investors hearts god we turn their hearts towards us right now in the name of jesus according to your word 
Father, Lord God, we pray, oh God, even as Nehemiah completed the wall on the 25th day of the month in 52 days, God, we gave ourselves 30 days to complete our assignment. And God, we're close to it. And God, we're almost there. For this, God, we want to tell you thank you, Lord God. We want to just say thank you, God, for turning our hearts towards you, for blessing us, for strengthening our hands, God. It was not easy in between work, taking care of children, being attention to families. It wasn't easy, God. Father, staying up late to pray, waking up early to meditate. God, now our bodies are in a routine, God. And for that, we want to tell you thank you for grace, God, for sustaining us. Now, Father, push us the extra mile and send out the modern day Jews 2022 father April is the time and the season God as we put this mastermind class together Lord God I pray that you will send the entrepreneurs God that will come and learn and see how to break generational curses in order to create generational wealth we speak to them Lord we speak to them let the earnestness of their hearts be turned toward us father we pray tonight God that you will go ahead of us make the crooked places straight for us oh Lord Lord as we put our books out as we put our CDs out as we put everything out God we pray that no one or nothing will speak evil we just send it back right now before they even open their mouth we send it back God and we just pray Lord God that your anointing that your power that your blood will be upon those products and services as you increase us as we grow and as we flourish lord let no hidden altars fight against our destiny lord let no ancestral poverty spirit rise up as we reach the peak of our careers the peak of our lives and father we pray oh god that you will bless shay with her husband in this season release that man right now in the name of jesus father we are believing you we are trusting you we are depending on you nehemiah stayed focused on the task and that's one of our prayer points that her husband will meet her in this season and she will get married god we will travel together and celebrate together at this completion of this thing that we are praying for father her delight is in you and she's seeking you first so tonight i lift up my sister to you i lift up her supplication to you and i say god join her lord god with the right man right now god we're not we're not looking for the perfect man but we're looking for the man that fears the lord the man that understands the kingdom principles the man that have his finances together the man that understands how to love and treat a woman the man that understands how to take care of his household we're looking for that man that earns at least a hundred thousand dollars a year god we're looking for the man that will go to church that will pray that will meditate we're looking for the man that understands her assignment of wanting to become an ambassador to the united kingdom god we're looking for that helper father send her boaz right now in the name of jesus we pray wherever he is holy spirit angels of god go now and locate him and bring him in her presence lord let their eyes meet let their hands touch i pray oh god whether it be on the internet in the supermarket in the library wherever god we pray for a release and god we just rejoice and tell you thank you for we see the wedding day 
oh lord with every one of us dressed up celebrating i'd be flying up from atlanta lord god to just celebrate for us having a good time father we just want to tell you thank you ahead of time for this moment we see all the flowers we see the cake god we see the family gathering together lord small intimate beautiful surrounding the grass is green lush outside lord we thank you the cheers are straight are threaded with white lord god we see the the runner on the ground oh god we see the veil we thank you for the dress we thank you lord for the moment we celebrate ahead of time and we give you all the glory we give you all the honor and we give you all the praise in jesus name amen mm, i 